avoid John uh, when they, we just talk smack about me endlessly. <sighs> Most of the time. It's not just you. Oh, Dan no, said I- Beave on the last episode. <laughs> Unironically, listen. <laughs> I know I'm garbage. I, I stand by it. You can make saying. fun of me all you want. I think if you go back and you like map it out, there's a disproportionate of disses on the two of you, and I minimize it on me. I did leave the ponies are not horses thing, <laughs> in, so we have that. Well, least. that's just you would ruin like a whole bunch of uh, like uh, like plot Joke points. Joke continuity. Yeah. Coming, yeah. Continuity. Thank you. Yeah. It would have been very yeah. hard to cut that out and still have anything for the next like <laughs> yeah. two episodes. Make well, sense. Also, I think it was like no, was fifteen saying, minutes. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get eight to like episode eighty and making jokes about like ponies are not horses, Liz, and like that's gonna be a thing. People well, that's are because it'll to... be their only, the only like mistake Liz has ever made on the podcast. I am thanks a saint. to her editing. Thanks. Yes. To... Uh, no, 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 no. I am perfect. The editing is just incidental. So here's the thing. You said that, but she's going to edit it out. So no one will ever know. It's it's Listen, we're inception. Whatever you say here is at my mercy. <laughs> Make Welcome to Make Believe Money. I'm Liz. I'm Damon. I'm Dan. What are we talking about, Dan? Jurassic Park. (gasps) I mean, you knew this franchise would um, find a way into this podcast. Uh, I'm unfamiliar with this. (laughs) Damon's a zero. That's a bold place. I was about to say, I, I literally... Looked at you, you in a way that I was like, I felt our friendship like draining out through the floor. Dan was like, I was like, there can't, there's no, there can't, but how? We've got plans on your wedding day. Uh, I won't I, be able to be there. You would have gotten a framed picture of Jeff Goldblum with a shirt open, like on the table, you know, one hand behind his head, just because you needed it. No, I was thinking about this before we sat down, and this, I, we can jump straight into ratings. I will boldly go where I don't think any of us have gone before, and I'm going to go, go nine. <gasps> Decimal point. Oh, like a five. Whoa, honestly. that's so okay. bold. I need clarification. Is this all Jurassic Park everywhere, or is this Jurassic <laughs> Park OG Jurassic Park? Yeah, are we talking? This like, is. Are you like nine point five Jurassic Park two Jurassic Park three? Like, or is it just Jurassic Park? Damon does know so, his Jurassic shit. I'm not arguing. Like I said, I'm not saying it can't be. I'm yeah. just asking. Because um, it I, affects my rating, depending on what we're talking about. <laughs> it has to adjust. So here's the thing. I would dial it down, uh, starting with three, which I've still seen repeatedly a number of times. Um, That's how repeatedly works. Really? I've I'm seen unfamiliar. it repeatedly a number of times. I'm sorry. You. <laughs> this you is told what marriage Liz, is like. <laughs> yeah, you told Liz that everybody has parents. I cannot let this slide by for you. Demon's no, been... I've watched it three times in a row. What a nightmare. Several times. That's what I was saying. <laughs> Damn oh. you. Damn you. Oh. Uh, so get a life. Yeah, really, dude. No, but I've read um, I read both the original novels. Oh, yeah. Um, I, <laughs> like, was basically on, like, a rent-to-own plan with the, the VHS <laughs> of the original film That's with my was. public library. I was that way with The um, Last Unicorn. I'm pretty sure that... We're just going to let that go? Yeah. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, I'm pretty sure that... Lost World was the first film that I actually saw in a movie theater, mm. um, which you should not take a seven-year-old to <laughs> into a movie theater. Well, um, you win some, you lose you're some. You're fine now. 
Uh, and well, like, yeah, comparatively, he didn't murder anyone. I think I think three is a better well, movie than it gets credit for, and I've been a little heartbroken with the 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 place at which, not necessarily the direction, but just the the action that they've taken with the new franchise. I'm real worried about this newest one. Oh, it looks it real looks bad. Pretty rough. There's a lot kids. of explosions. Too many explosions. This for is technically one movie. a tie-in episode, right? Like. <laughs> We're making oh. this like to oh, yeah. benefit off that movie coming into theaters. No, no, no. You can't put it like that. People want to think this just happens like naturally. Oh yeah, we just picked these episodes at random. Out I did do this one like three months ago, so it is kind of random. Yeah. This is like, I feel like you have to inflate your rating because you've been holding these numbers for so long. <laughs> so the only thing yeah, that I've known how much a ticket costs longer than any other human being alive. <laughs> Uh, just to find to finish mine really quick, the only blind spot I would say I would have is like video games, which fortunately I think Jurassic Park video games have largely uh, forgone the idea of plot for a while. So Mostly I don't think I'm really missing shoot anything there. Dinosaurs. Yep. Yeah. I've it's basically played them just in movie or sometimes you have to like you know drive like drive obstacle course with yeah. dinosaur catching you, but that's pretty much the only two things they've come up with. Yeah. But as far as like narrative media. Books and films, like, I know it inside and out. Like, I know more than I should. I was a complete... <laughs> You've seen too much. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen, I've seen too much. <laughs> this goes all the way to the top. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so uh, 9.5. This may lead us, depending on how Liz goes, to our highest rated subject oh, of all times. I am going to disappoint you. Because <laughs> oh, I would give myself... An eight and a half to a nine. I've seen, I've read both books. Wow. I've seen every movie repeatedly and also several times. Um, yeah, I mean, I know them and I know them good. I don't know what else to tell you. Dang. I. Let us down, Liz. I'm going to. One of my favorite, <laughs> one of my favorite toys as a growing up was a T Rex. You know what I fucking always from... wanted? Those. T- Sorry. No, that's all right. Tell <laughs> me what you've always this wanted. This is a family T-Rex. show. You know what <laughs> I've always wanted is to you know finish a sentence, but cool, 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 cool. <laughs> Tell me what you want. No, I. Uh, what that, I really, really want? Yeah, what you really, really want? Um, that giant T Rex toy that had I the had it. bite out of it. <gasps> I oh, had it. it That's so what I was cool. saying. It was one of my favorite toys of, of all time was, growing it's up. The only toy anyone should ever want. I gave it to like a nephew when they were young, and to this day, it breaks my heart because I'm like, you got much more joy out of it. But like, sure, but, but you like that was my toy, and like <laughs> I would still be playing with that right Absolutely. now if I had it. I was gonna say one of my favorite toys around that time period was just the like little booklet that came in the back of not that one, but whatever like cheaper like element of that series my parents were able to give me um oh yeah i had that had like all of the vehicles i had the the car that had the arm that came out that they used when they're catching dinosaurs during the stampede scene in lost world okay that was my thing but i really wanted the lab like the lab rv thing yeah i think i had a jeep hot wheels car this is a side moment but this is how dinosaurs are how I know my mother loves me um, because I loved dinosaurs as a kid. And so she would like do dinosaur stuff with me and learn dinosaur stuff and read me Aww. dinosaur books Aww. to this day. Nigh on 30 years later, my mother knows a ridiculous amount of dinosaur names. I bet. Like, species, like, you can go to the museum and she can like point them out from a distance. And I'm like, 
Yeah, no, that she must have actually, you know, given a pretty solid shit about me. So Aww. she's willing to learn some of those names. Aww. That's our sweet moment. She might of the have podcast. also just been really into dinosaurs. I, and if so, it runs in my blood, apparently. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, so to disappoint you, I, based on what you guys said, I feel like I should give myself a four. I feel comfortable with a four. I've seen Jurassic Park a bunch of times. I've seen Lost World twice. I saw the third one in theaters with my dad. I'm pretty sure it was the first PG-13 movie I went to go see. Um, and, uh, yeah, I never, I tried to read the books when I was seven years old <laughs> and, uh, very quickly went, this isn't about fun things and put it down. It's mostly about computers, which is weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like giving it a try now, I would maybe be able to handle it. I own it if you want to borrow it. We, we it. have like three copies. Are you kidding me? What did uh, he just say? <laughs> He said he read it. He didn't say he owned it. Uh, Damon's got uh, it tattooed along his back, like one of those uh, memento, like memento style. style. Yeah. yeah. So if he ever forgets himself, he will remember Jurassic But Park. it's not backwards. So whenever he tries to read it in a mirror, it's just nonsense. Yeah. Yep. It's very unfortunate. Um, <laughs> as for reading it now, I would be interested. I haven't read any Crichton in like 10 years. Um, I think it would be kind of not fun just from a reading perspective. Um, I love all the worlds that he built. I just don't know that I was ever really interested with him as like a writer per se. Sure. I Did he write one. Westworld? He, Westworld was not a novel. No, Westworld oh, was just a, a movie first. A feature film that he directed, wrote, wrote and directed. Oh, okay. I was I linked them in my head, and I just thought it was because they were park movies. I read. I think it was Prey pretty recently. It was okay. It wasn't as good as like when I first read it. To your point, but like it it held up okay. The, yeah. It's it's really what you just talked about. The story holds and like enjoying the story in the world. The like the writing is okay. It's fine. Yeah. Like just, it's not like he's a bad writer. It's just like not like narratively interesting really. Sure. Yeah, I don't think he's really great at weaving the science fiction into the narrative. But I feel like that's how most of these like the most influential science fiction and horror writers are like they are not the best ones. They're not the best writers, but they like have created the most full world, or they've well, created a thing that inspires so many other people. They despite themselves. Well, like, Tolkien did it a little bit. Yeah. Dune, oh my God, the first like 250 pages of Dune is just terrible to get through. Mm-hmm. Like, like, you can appreciate it for the art that it is, and then it's based on like cool, like, like, uh, Islamic, uh, Traditions and heritage that, like, you probably... Dune is. Dune is, yeah. not Nothing Jurassic Park. Nothing Michael Crichton <laughs> No, Michael Crichton probably <laughs> never did that. Oh, I got a cat hair in my eye. I think Sorry. there's a more in timeline, maybe. Sure. That's as close as we get. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you could appreciate it for the, like, breadth of thing that it is and, like, take it and tell a more compelling story inside it. But generally speaking... These things that last so long last so long because they're big and broad and wide and full of stuff to try. Yeah. I mean, like, that's, I think that's kind of the proving ground about anything, you know? Like, we, the stories that stick around, I think the ones that we can put our, that we get entranced by the world beyond the narrative that we're being told, you know? What did I just watch that I was like, that's the problem with this thing? But like, <laughs> you watch everything and say that. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cynic. I'm sorry. Um, but you just no. I was like, Ready Moby Player Dick. One. Oh huh? yeah. You just described Moby Dick. Oh. Every yes. time I've read Moby Dick once and three quarters times because it took me eight times to pick it up 
before I was just like, that's eventually enough. I'll finish it. I finished it. Oh, okay. But like I had to pick it up eight times, read the first like third of it and put it down. Would you say it was your white whale? Uh, Ready Player One was that for me just now where like I don't like what the narrative does within the story that's being told, but I love that world and I think that there's a more interesting like list of stories to be written about that experience. I just think that the author picked the most boring one. And I feel like we've been, I've been hearing a lot about how people feel like Steven Spielberg was the wrong choice for that because he's the one that helped create those worlds and would not be the kind of person who like enjoyed indulged indulged that, like yeah. the recreation or like exploration into deeper parts well, of Well, and worlds. I think that like he could have made a good movie about an experience in that world, just not one that is like so scripted for him sort of. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah, it's kind of that thing of where like a fan of some like it sort of feels like he got miseried into doing this movie. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "You're the only one I'd ever want for this. I wrote it specifically for you." And like he was like, "Okay, don't break my ankles." <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Right. What's that ball peen hammer? Uh, uh, so at Jurassic Park, what specifically are we going to discuss uh, uh, monetarily, money wise? I wanted to figure out a cost of a ticket. Oh, okay. I'm so, I so figured out a cost in this. of a ticket. Because I feel like so watching Westworld and like knowing of Westworld, I feel like that is an exorbitant amount of money to go do Westworld. Well, because you're on Mars. <gasps> I don't think you're on Spoiler. Mars. Spoiler. I think you're at the bottom of the ocean. The bottom of the ocean. Yeah, I think it's in like a dome thing. But they're on top of it. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. I hear that it gets explained this season. We have to buy HBO again. After the anyway, wedding. I know it costs like some like twenty something thousand dollars to go to Westworld. Westworld. So, but it seems like Jurassic Park is supposed to be more family friendly. Oh, the face! Well, if you uh, thought I mean, that, don't put well, it on the middle well, no, of the island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's right. It is sort of a destination vacation. It's going to depend a little bit on you guys because I do need one. I don't piece have enough of money. info from you guys to like determine. It's like a big swing. I already okay. I told you my social security number. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was 505. <laughs> Write this down, everyone. You'll get no money from me. So, yeah. Cost of a ticket. Yeah. So, in a nutshell, here's the framework I did. Because this one's going to get a little math heavy. I'm going to try to keep it light and, and high level and explain what I did. That's but, what we're here for. But, like I said, do what you need to do. Um, so, the first thing is it's all in 1993 money. Okay. Great. All in 1993 money. Some, Seems on brand. Some uh, cool, like, koosh ball money. You know? What's a koosh ball? Is you that like a drug machine? Ball is? Ball is? I don't understand what she meant at all, but I do know what a koosh ball is. I was trying to think is. of, like, what's that pattern that everybody wore on their pants in the 90s? It was like zebra stripes, but with, like, like pink and green behind it. Joey Buttafuoco pants. Yeah. It's like Joey Buttafuoco money. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know what a koosh ball is? I don't. I don't think Hold I know on. what a they're ball like. Is. They're like balls made out of little. Like our cat would eat them and then it'd come out of his butt all the time. They're like little rubber. That's bands. most Those balls. Like oh, this. okay. Koosh balls. Oh, that's a brand. Okay. What did you call them? Stringy. Stringy. Like, <laughs> stringy balls. The brand that <laughs> don't came call on them the that. <laughs> stringy balls. <laughs> Beef. <Beeves. laughs> you know what? I'll take my lungs. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kushball money. Right. So, it's all 1993 money. And here's what I did I broke it out into startup costs and ongoing costs. Okay. Great. 
Um, and We've so, done that with businesses before. Right. Yeah. And so what I did is basically, here's what it would cost if all you wanted to pay was your ongoing costs. And then I broke out another ticket price if you wanted to pay down your startup costs. And I picked over 10 years. So like your tickets okay. are all a little more expensive to eventually recoup that startup cost. That sounds like a good choice. That makes sense? Yeah. yeah. So in the startup costs, I have the cost of the island, the cost to build the zoo, and the cost to build the hotel. This is going to be a very expensive ticket. So there's those three. Island, okay. zoo, hotel. Okay. Did you find real world examples for all of these? Yes, I did. Oh. Whoa! Whoa. I hope um, you based it on the fire festival. I did not. That was a disaster, <laughs> though. Then uh, for ongoing costs, I put the cost to run the zoo and the cost to run the hotel. Okay. Great. For your ongoing costs. Do we see the hotel in the first movie? It's more prevalent in the book. Yeah, okay. not really, but they mention that like you yeah. can stay there and it's full like. I think the it's whole implied thing. that like where they eat ice cream. That's the hotel. That's the hotel. That's like, the, the restaurant in the hotel. Oh, okay, that makes sense because okay. Yeah. yeah, they I just don't. Not really. Uh, no one's to gonna go, go to the to room. Bed talk about it in the movie. I'm not even sure if it's built yet. Like they might have yeah. been building the enclosure, and like it could be still yeah, under construction. Because it sort of seems like that the whole space that you see, I just always assumed was like employee area. Yeah, I mean they they mainly it mainly happens in like the center, like the you know the visitor center. Yeah. yeah. But presumably there is some hotel somewhere on the island. They do talk about it in the book for like guests. Got to be able to get a giant turkey leg somewhere. There's also like way more downtime in the book. Mm-hmm. Like that makes sense. They have, yeah, like. No spoilers, but, like, there's opportunities to sort of, like, sex? explore the island a little bit. People no. No. Michael Crichton is weirdly asexual in his writing. For, Nothing wrong with being asexual. Like, no, no, no. <laughs> well, no, that's no, because like, part of his DNA is frog, so when he wants to reproduce, he, he just, just... buds. Well, yeah. I was going to say, his, his writing well, is, like, weirdly... Like, an egg, like in oh, Jurassic like a frog, Park, yeah. but sure, okay. <laughs> we'll say buds. I don't know. Just like the idea of Michael Crichton. Your four is showing, Liz. <laughs> Spooching off like a little other Michael Crichton on its shoulder. Mike. That one's Mike. <laughs> that one's Mike. <laughs> and this one's Mikey. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I was just I was just gonna wrap up saying that like um uh he's weirdly does not have any sort of like eroticism, even though there's like usually a like romantic relationship at the core of the novel and it's usually terrible to the woman. Of course. So of course. Yeah. It's because she has tiny imperfections in her hands. Yeah. And one time she gets eaten by little bugs. Mm-hmm. The women inherit the earth. Not that woman. <laughs> the, little, the little bugs do. The little bugs the women do. do. Yeah. Not that woman. Not that no. woman. <laughs> A lot of women on the way. Yeah. Um, okay. Great. We want to get into it? Yeah, give me yeah. all the numbers. Okay, let's start with the island. So, there is a website privateislands.com. Wait. Or no, private, <laughs> privateislandonline.com. Where you can freaking buy your own island. What? That's a thing. Do they? Is have that like them? how I can like buy a star? And like no, this is it? like like for sixty million dollars you can get like a uh. X acre island. What? How does that business model sustain itself? They don't make a lot, need to make a lot of sales. <laughs> that's fair, I guess. And there's a lot of rich people in the world. Oh, that's yeah, dumb. And a lot of rich people then realize like I'm not gonna do anything with this island. So we're just going to buy it and keep it the way it, it is. <laughs> Flip this island. Well, they do break them out into developed versus not developed, surprisingly. there's a, it, I, I learned a lot of things through doing this yeah. research. But there's it, always new islands. so Volcanoes and stuff. Yeah. So Isla Nublar, which is the Jurassic Park island, is 120 square miles. No, sorry. It's 120 miles off the coast of... Uh, Costa Rica. Costa Rica. Okay. Yeah. And it is... 
30 square miles. Oh. 77 kilometers. Is little. Oh, no. That's huge. Well, I mean, in this grand scheme of things. I'm just saying, like, so most of, that's the thing, is most of the islands I was able to find for sale are, like, 700 acres. Oh. Yeah. Or, like, 500 acres or what have you. So I basically looked at islands that were also in the Caribbean and came up with a price per acre. For me, real quick, acres to miles. Um, I don't think anybody knows that. 30, 40, 39, <laughs> I do, because I had to do a bunch of this transi- no. transition back and forth. <laughs> you think you know, but you haven't reached a high enough plane. <laughs> 39 square miles is 25,000 acres. Oh. Whoa. These are small islands. So 641 acres per mile. Yep. Wow. Yeah, so like 700 acres is basically a, a mile. mile. That's uh I don't feel comfortable buying an island that small because I just imagine one big wave and you're gone. Not even like tidal wave big wave. Just like a larger like wave. Like a large wave. Like you have a storm and then you don't have an island anymore. I yeah. mean I mean, realistically yeah. it was going to happen is sea levels will rise like a foot and your island you're will gone. be gone. Yeah. 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 Um but anyway, Price per acre averaged out over the six islands that I looked at to be $63,000 an acre. Wow. So if Island Nublar is 30 square miles or 19,200 acres. Holy crud. At $63,000 an acre, um, it would cost uh, $1.2 billion now. So about $700,000 in 1993. Whoa, that's an insane inflation. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Seven hundred million dollars. Seven. Okay, thank you. You were looking at me like I was crazy. I was like, no, it is seven hundred million. Oh yeah, I said thousand. Seven hundred million dollars. Seven hundred four million dollars to buy the island to begin with. Shoot. Spared no expense. I'm gonna say that basically all the time. Every single time. Just get real used to hearing that from me. I'm trying to think of like the least. I got one. We'll think of it. I'll put it in later, and it'll be great. Go on. I've got a reference that will have nothing to do with anything, and it'll be great. Um, I was trying to fact check great. you, and I missed the actual number. Can you repeat it for me? Seven hundred million dollars. Seven hundred million dollars. Okay. Seven hundred four million dollars for the island in nineteen ninety three. In nineteen ninety three. Wow. And they bought two of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. I only put the one in here. That's but fine. How did they get them? I can multiply seven by two. Yeah. So yeah. did they? They had two at the start of everything. Yes. Okay. Because one, the second island is for like. Um, That's where the cowboy world is. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They use the second island as like a testing ground. Yeah. Um, And it's conservation, testing, all sorts of stuff like that. But it becomes abandoned and it becomes kind of just like a, like a wild, like wild dinosaur wilderness uh, reserve. Yeah. Yeah. That's where they go in Lost World or that's where they go in the third movie? That's where they go in both Lost World and the third movie. Okay. Okay. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Because technically at the end of the first book, uh, uh, Crichton uh, napalms the main yeah. island. That makes the most sense. Yeah. yeah, because if you think about it, in the end of the movie, like you just see dinosaurs like flying away from the island. Really? And they don't talk about like the hellish war that ensues because <laughs> in the book yeah. that is resolved. All the people who get totally eaten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like that lady in Jurassic World. Yep. She didn't deserve that. I mean, that. More than a lot one more. lady, but, but that yes, one lady that one was but that one lady that, that movie hated for no <laughs> yeah, reason. Man, they did not like her. Bad look on Administrative Professionals Day. Absolutely. 
Respect she's us. She's doing her job. Just trying. She's babysitting when she didn't actually have to in her job description, I'm sure. Oh, I'm almost certain. So. I'm not sure that she was on the phone doing, like, operational things for yeah. that island. Like, so. keeping things running <laughs> yeah. for the 20,000 other people that, that were there. Jessica Chastain couldn't do <laughs> well. <laughs> Well, she's Jessica off. Dallas Howard. <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Dallas Howard's Chastain. Um, all of the stuff that she's not doing while she's off, you know, gallivanting something about an escaped dinosaur. I was going to say, so I feel like the real bad guy of that movie is Jessica Dallas Howard, Amy Adams. You bring her into that, but I don't see it. She redhead. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> moving right along. This is a quick paced episode. <laughs> so a $700 million island. Correct. Upon which they build a zoo. Yeah, fuck. So they did not buy the zoo. It was not already there. <laughs> we yeah, bought that, a zoo. Yeah, that was not already there. Yeah. We bought a zoo is actually Jurassic Park 2. <laughs> it's um, a real letdown. So here's the thing. Building a zoo is expensive, kids. Yeah. Hard to find because they don't build a lot of new ones any anymore. Yeah. So I was able to find they spent sixty thousand dollars to develop two hundred acres into a zoo in nineteen twenty one. I can't remember which. Oh, the San Diego Zoo, um, which I think is the most apt. Yeah, that's comparison. kind of what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So in 1921, it cost him sixty thousand dollars to build two hundred acre zoo. I'm sorry for whistling into the microphone, Liz. <laughs> 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 which in 1993 makes it four hundred ninety-two thousand dollars an acre. Oof. So There's a lot of acres on our island. So here's the thing. And the whole thing is zoo. Well, that's the thing. Okay. I did not. This is where I need your guys' opinion. Okay. Here's what I did. A bush elephant is, I don't know if this is tons or pounds. I don't know. I basically did the ratio of a bush elephant to a uh, brontosaurus. Great. Okay. A brontosaurus, because I figured those are both on the larger size of what you're going to put in a zoo. Sure. Absolutely. Well, I just, I didn't want to do like a, a bird and a velociraptor. Like it felt sure. like, okay, start with the biggest thing you're going to need and move your way down. Yeah. 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 And uh, a brontosaurus is two and a half times the size of a uh, of an African bush elephant. That's it though? I know. You would think it'd be more. Right? I feel like especially in the movie, they like kind of exaggerate the size. It's all camera angle. Um, so fish there's, there's, I'm much smaller in real life. They're standing on crates. You just can't see them like because it's below the cutoff. Um, <laughs> so what I... lips. <laughs> Forced perspective. Yeah. So what I did is I found the biggest zoo um, by acreage in the world that I could find, which was the Toronto Zoo. Oh, wow. At 710 acres. I would not have guessed that. That it was 710 acres? That yes, it's, it's the very biggest specific. One. <laughs> <laughs> I never would have guessed that number. <laughs> Pull it I, out of that. 709? Sure. 711? Sure. 710? How dare Who you? Who knows? <laughs> it's almost too perfect. Um, <laughs> so I did that times 2.5. Because if the biggest zoo we have is 710, and we're keeping creatures that are two and a half times the size, oh, I made the zoo two and, two and a half, half times, times the size big. of the biggest zoo. Okay. Now, what is your logic for making the zoo a different size than our island? Cost. Okay. So, because if you think about it, if I make it two and a half times the size, that makes it um, 1,775 acres. Our island 
uh, is 19,200 acres. You guys start small. You only have so much startup funds. So this is where I'm saying you, we can pick any number you want. We don't have to decide now. We can decide at the end when we're looking at tickets. But I will tell you, it is $873 million <gasps> to do this 17,000 or 1,700-acre zoo. So you imagine what it is if it's 19,000 acres. Holy mother. Now, admittedly, that might be a little bit reduced because you're not... I'm sure it's more expensive to do a lot of small enclosures as opposed to one giant enclosure. Yeah. And they don't have, like, a reptile house because you don't need it. Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, the whole thing's a reptile house. They have the little house. fort that they keep all of the... They're Babies not reptiles. Um, but they have the little fort that they keep the velociraptors in. Are you going to correct me on what dinosaurs are? I just did. How dare you. <laughs> Point is, I did this bullshit math of two and a half times the size of the creature to get to what probably the zoo would need to be. But at the end, this is where I'm telling you, start thinking now, what do you, because it makes a huge difference. Here's my thoughts. The, there is a significant a portion, there's a significant portion around the edge of the island that you would not want to use for zoo because you don't want anything to be able to leave. Correct. Sure. Um, there is a significant portion that you are going to want to keep separate so that people can stay without being right up against dinosaurs. Sure. Um, and then I would assume there must be airport and or dock that would yeah. take up a significant yeah. portion. The other thing that I was kind of justifying it with is, I mean, it's shown as fairly mountainous. So yeah. there may be parts of the island that are just logistically challenging to use in that way. No, okay, I'm on board now. Um, and there's also the logic of this is just the startup, like right. zoo. Right. Like you assume that they leave some of the land undeveloped for future expansion. Right. Right. And okay. again, at the end of this, ex- at, at the end of this, we can put in two thousand. We can put thing. in the whole island. We can put it like we can put in whatever number you want and see what happens. But right now, we have an island for seven hundred million, and the zoo built thereupon for about 870 million. And that's probably conservative considering San Diego zoo did not have to fly every piece of material and labor to a remote Island to right. build it. Yeah. Yeah. And create all the animals from scratch. <laughs> that makes me wonder, like totally tangentially, once everybody, all the humans leave, do the dinosaurs die out again because they just eat each other? I mean, probably not. There's an ecosystem. I guess. I mean, yeah. Deers don't die out because wolves eat them all. Well, but the, or but deer overpopulate when they're I mean, like, yeah, predators. It, it aren't probably around. gets out of whack. Yeah. But and some species certainly die off. But like it's not like they all go extinct because they die. Like they eat each other. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the food chain would find some in some like, level of equilibrium. That's fair. In like a regular zoo, all the animals would die. Oh yeah, they have no survival well, skills. And actually, but. you kind of bring up like the biggest breaking point in the logic behind Jurassic Park is that like you get there and like all of the animals are uh mature instinctual. Yeah. yeah. Well no, they're mature. Yeah, that's true. They're like grown, which for a lot of dinosaurs that took like up to thirty years to accomplish. Um for them to go from like hatchling to grown up grown up dinosaur. So that if you stick with that internal logic within the series that implies that, like, the first hatchlings were being generated in the 1960s. Like, we did not have the tech. Well. Well, no. 
<laughs> also, this is making me realize I didn't add any cost for tech, like tech technology. Labs, so this will be a little low. I have but, a feeling. Yeah. yeah, I have a feeling on the whole that might be negligible. Yeah. I, I mean, it would well, make an impact. Well, no, we but... have logic for removing that. We can get to that. Okay. Yeah. So, um, all right. Okay. Uh, I trust him. So let's just focus on building the zoo on the island. I'm fine with your like 1,700 acre estimate. Purely on that this is, like, the initial thing that we're starting with. We're going to expand. There's going to be other stuff. We don't need to overturn every rock right now to make the whole thing a zoo. And with that expansion from the Toronto Zoo, I feel like you do have adequate space for your largest creature. So, you're good. Yeah. So, then the last thing was building the hotel. The last of the startup costs. Sure. Mm -hmm. So, this one was pretty easy. Um, They talk about... In, I'm specifically reading some of the wiki on on this. They talk about twenty thousand visitors a day going to Lost World, so I just kind of use that roughly as maybe their estimated capacity for, you know, Jurassic World as well, give or take. Sure. Um, and then I figured they needed probably this might be a little conservative, but they probably needed call it twelve thousand hotel rooms, give or take, because you know there's gonna be a lot of couples and kids yeah. and. You know, you're not not all twenty thousand of those people are going to be needing. Some people rooms. are showing up that day, and some people are leaving. Right, like, like yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other reason is because it made it pretty easy to. That's about the capacity, give or take, of the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas. Okay. Oh. Um, and I figured, okay, that's that was built somewhat recently, luxury resort, no expense spared. Didn't mean even that to be a joke, <laughs> but just like like this would be the quality of establishment that they were building. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that was built for $2.7 billion in 2005. So basically $2 billion in 1993. Billion with a B? Billion with a B. Okay. It's a big hotel. Big fancy hotel. Yeah. Wait, what was the first number? I missed that. $2.7 billion 2. in 2005. Oh, so for $2, $2 billion, billion in, in 93. Okay. And I built two of them because, again, about 5000 to 6000 per win hotel. So I just basically said there's two of them or... One that's double the size. Okay. Okay. To get us to about twelve thousand in occupants, twelve thousand rooms, probably about twenty thousand. So four billion dollars. So, yeah, basically on the on the nose, three point nine nine six billion dollars. Do you think the employees would live in the hotel? Probably, or they'd have some sort of like they might have like a workers' village. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. The Olympic Village. Yeah, kind of like little bungalows off to the you know. That's what's implied that behind like the main um, Pratt lives in yeah he has kind of yeah that old like that hut on the edge yeah off the beaten path but not like super far away did i mention i still haven't seen jurassic world that's why you gave yourself a four Mm -hmm. yeah anyway spoiler (laughs) he lives in a hut so (laughs) it's all we've ruined it all for you now i know the end so all those costs together 5.57 billion dollars 700 for the island 873 for building the zoo Four billion for the hotels. I mean, that's on point. Yeah, I mean, a, a little low because we're losing the shipping, right? For moving stuff onto the island. Yeah, it, yeah, it's but gonna be much, not much more expensive. It'll be more expensive due to the unique location challenges of yeah. building on a remote island. But sure, but clearly they're sparing skipping on. Expense. Well, they're sparing some expenses. They're <laughs> skipping on some safety measures. So that's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know if that's so much an expense spared it's just like they didn't think about it. Now, my blank check for the payment is, and this is spoilery, like really spoilery, if anybody hasn't seen Lost Jurassic World yet, um, is that you find out that a lot of the funding for the actual like genetic research is coming through like governmental Government back channels. Contracts. I don't so. know why in my head it was like Verizon is the people who are. <laughs> they <laughs> like want carrier just, pterodactyls. Just advertising yeah. is like infiltrated my brain. <laughs> like, ah, it's Verizon or Squarespace. <laughs> so, so that's what we got there. So now then it's to run the zoo and to run the hotel. Gotcha. Okay. To run the hotel, no problem. Oh. Pick out... Uh, Win Las Vegas's they they break up their hotels between International and Vegas. So good news, we know what it costs to run Win Las Vegas. Uh, it costs one point four billion in two thousand and sixteen. Dang. So it costs eight hundred and sixty two eight hundred sixty three million in nineteen ninety three. Okay. Dang. And that's that. Let that's me annually, sure. right? That's annually. Yeah. So annually. expensive. But I'm actually just realizing I will need to change that real quickly because I didn't double it. Then if they're going to oh, run two, two hotels, they need to be twice the size. Gotcha. Sure. So call that $2.8 billion to run two wins, $1.7 billion to run them in... 1993. Okay. Okay. So 1.7 billion a year to run the hotel. And then to run the zoo, good news. Uh, For free. San Diego <laughs> Zoo also puts out an annual report of what it costs them to run things. Um, so it cost them in 2016 $274 million. Wow. To run the San Diego Zoo. However, that's 99 acres. Okay. Ooh. So I broke that down to 2.7 million per acre. Okay. Then times it by our 1775 acres, um, which gets you 4.9 billion in 2017, 2.8 billion in 93. So those both make sense? Yeah. Yep. So I just took what it cost to run the win and doubled it because we have two wins, what it cost to, to do the San Diego Zoo per acre times it by the number of acres that we estimated. Okay. I imagine once you get the dinosaurs up and running, it's probably the same sort of like... It basically runs itself. Yeah. No. <laughs> they eat each no. other and then they eat the people that come to visit. Yes. Yeah. So your food costs. Yeah, very neutral. It's been proven neutral. four times. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you keep doing it, you stupid humans? So... $2.8 billion to run the zoo, $1.7 billion to run the hotel, $4.5 billion in total. Okay. I know there's a lot of math in this one, but we're getting close. Yeah. There is one more thing we have to account for. <laughs> yes. Jeff Goldblum's appearance fees? Yes, Jeff Goldblum's <laughs> appearance fees. No, a, a heavy storm. Um, no, <laughs> profit margin. Oh, okay. okay. They're not running this just to be nice. No. Presumably, they're running this to make money. Or military weapons. 
I think it's mostly a military weapons. <laughs> but again, that government contract, they would then make some money on in theory. Right. However, I did not look at the profit margins of a government contractor. See, but mm. I think the first one, what's his face, wasn't trying to government money it. Unless yeah. that's what's implied in Hammond? Jurassic, yeah, was no. Hammond doing it for? No, Hammond was always he is a like a weird. He's a Walt Disney figure. He is yeah. using that money to his own ends. Um, you actually find out that um, why can't I think of his name? Which one? B D Wong. You find out that B D Wong is the the um, the big bad. Is he in Jurassic Park? He's in Jurassic World. Okay. And in Jurassic, and in Jurassic Park. Park. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew he was in Jurassic World. In I Jurassic Park, he's not bad. You Isn't know. he just hanging out with Samuel L. Jackson? He's he's like the lead scientist. He gets off okay. the island, though. Yeah, Samuel oh. L. Jackson yeah. is the security, like in charge of security, uh, more or less. Um, I, and I guess more in charge of operations than okay. security yeah. directly. There's that other guy who's in charge of security more directly. But, gotcha. And then B.D. Wong is like in charge of science. the science program and like the actual genetic dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay, okay. Anywho, funny you should mention a Walt Disney-style character. Comparison. Yeah, I pulled up Disney's... I used operating profit margin, not their okay. net income, um, because that's really what you're focused on recouping, because the rest of it is kind of financial shenanigans. Really, you need to like make enough money to get to your operating profit. That's the cash part of it. Yeah. Um, after that, it becomes like a lot of non-cash items, which is a really deep and not important thing to know right now. <laughs> It's a big building with generals, but that's not important right now. <laughs> One of these days we'll do that movie. Um, so over the last three years, their average operating margin was 19.6%. So I just basically added, you know, what do you have to generate to get to 19.6%? So for startup costs, it takes you from 5.57 billion to 6.6 billion. Okay. Okay. And for the ongoing expenses, it takes you from 4.5 billion to 5.4 billion. So about a billion up in both cases. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little hazy on what that 19.8 number is. Again, can you just clarify that for us? Yeah, absolutely. So, I it cost me $1 to run a zoo. Mm-hmm. Okay. If I charge you $1, I make zero you make money. Zero money. Yeah. So I charge you $1 plus some amount, 19 cents. I charge you a dollar and nineteen cents. Okay. That's okay. what Disney basically makes. Whenever you pay Disney, they um, get nineteen. Yeah, cents. you pay them a hundred dollars to go into the park for a day, which you pay them much more than that. But yeah, nineteen <laughs> percent of that is going into their pockets. The rest is going to run their operations. I figured Disney, giant like, and this is Disney. I believe this is actually Disney Park. Yeah, this is their park specifically. So not just like not their movies, not their toys, not their. They're park specifically. So I figured giant amusement park. That's compar- Jurassic Park, largely a giant amusement park, yeah. all yeah. things considered. So, and, you know, think a lot of zoos are nonprofits, so it's hard to find a number for that. So I figured I'd use Disney. So I basically said, okay, if your costs are a dollar, or in this case, you know, whatever our numbers are, add 19 cents onto every dollar to get us what they would actually charge you okay. to come into the park. Makes sense. I get that. Yeah. Okay. That all track? Yeah, thank yeah. you. All right, so grand total, all those costs with profit margin included, $10.152 billion a year. Well, no, $10.152 billion. So that's the 5.5 every year and the, and the 6.6 startup. one time, get it startup. built, 
get it operated. Okay. That makes sense? It's nice that it's just a little over a year's worth of expenses to get it started up. Yeah, that seems small, but, it, but that's what I've got here. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, the math checks out to me. Now, again. And we did, we zeroed out a lot. Like, we didn't put any money into the genetic. Right. This is not research. This right. is not. This is once again, everything is ready to go. This is not shipping to get these things to the island. This is literally just to like, if you wanted to do this tomorrow and this doesn't count like, well, I guess to build the win it would have. So like, I guess architects and contractors and that sort of stuff would have been in yeah, there. Yeah, you got like but, everything yeah. on the island you need to build it all. Yes. And then just the cost of building it. Yes. If everything yeah. just appeared on the island and all you had to do was build it all together. And there was no dinosaurs. Because again, right. at some point they show up. This is a very boring Jurassic Park. Well, and there's so some far. there's some, and there's some overlap too, where like I say, okay, then it then it's like it's built and then it starts running. But really, as you created the dinosaurs, you would have to start feeding them, but you wouldn't have a lot of them in the beginning. So like there would be some overlap. This sure. number would be yeah. higher. I don't feel like we've done an egregious job of like, oh, we're missing eight billion dollars. No. 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 I think we're we're pretty we're as close as we can get without this being like a four-hour episode. Right. Yeah, that's fair so, enough. I mean, like, yeah. I think the only other thing I could think of that we maybe miss is like employee costs. But again, to run the zoo or to run that's the hotel oh, okay. would include your that's employee costs. Okay, yeah. Now good. again, there and to build a hotel or to build a zoo would include your labor costs. Right. Yeah. So and to buy an island costs nothing in labor, other than like a commission. The volcano made it. It'd be because a the crazy commission. Right? Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> One sale every 15 years. I, you are gold. I take that 6%. <laughs> yeah. And <Fine>. how. <laughs> hey, I got an island you want to buy. <laughs> um, so we've got that $10 billion total. Mm-hmm. Five and a half ongoing. Mm-hmm. 20000 a day, like I said, is what they did for Jurassic World. So that is 7.2 million people a year. <laughs> Wow. And I did 360 days for those counting at home. I figured a couple of days for holidays and stuff. Sure. But sure. Like so hurricane okay. season. Sure. <laughs> I'm like, you know, shut down for people getting eaten season. Yeah. Because they have that little counter of like how many days <laughs> someone's, someone's gotten eaten. eaten. <laughs> we almost made it to seven this time. <laughs> R.I.P. Terry. Why, why does this thing only go to 10? You know what? If we need it, we'll go find we'll an eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's a good amount of visitors. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of visitors. So ten billion dollars, but over seven million people. Seven hundred and sixty dollars and forty cents per ticket per, per person per day. That's it. Does this does not include airfare to Costa Rica no. or your the, in your <laughs> the ferry that you have to take to get to the island. Yes. This like, may not cover your hotel because I'm sure. talking about Disney parks. So like some people that go to Disney stay in the hotel, but some people don't. Right. Yeah. So like some amount of this money might be going separately to a hotel stay. And so, maybe you leave on the ferry at the end of the day and go back to Costa Rica. Yeah. 30 miles is a long way. I don't know. It's not so bad. It's hard to tell how fast that would go with a ferry because we use a system of knots, which is also inscrutable. Acres and knots can both go away. We don't need them anymore. What is up with this? Nothing like that base six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, now, that's without any startup costs. Okay. Yeah. If you want to do what's called amortize, which basically just means recoup your investment over 
10 years mm-hmm. becomes mm-hmm. $850, $852.98 per person per day. Um, that per, still seems yeah. so reasonable. Um, question though, that's how many people, it, do, does, do these hotels have capacity for that many people over a year? That's yeah. what we did. This yeah. is 20,000 oh, right. people a day, which are 12,000-ish hotel rooms. Right. Um, times 360. So presumably they're just like coming in and out. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. And visitors per day does not mean that there is a new 20,000 people on that island every right. day. Right, you just have to pay for a park pass for every day. Like exactly. how you do in Disney World. So yeah. that's the thing. It's like, yes, it is reasonable. But if you think about it, if you want to already go, going to go, if you wanted to go, for one day. if you wanted to go for six days, w- let's say with startup costs, because that's probably the most reasonable. And at, once they recoup those, they're not going to drop their co- like prices. No. Come on, no, it's not how capitalism works. No, that is five, roughly five thousand, five thousand one hundred seventeen dollars for six nights, or for six days of tickets. And that's just person. to get into the park. That's just to get into the park. No flights, no hotel, potentially. Maybe if you get a deal that includes hotel, whatever. So if you have a family of four, it's $20,000 to get into the park. Not taking for six my days. kids. They're not coming. This is an adult's vacation. <laughs> <laughs> now, admittedly, maybe it's like a three-day, once-in-a-lifetime thing. But my even honeymoon. still, three oh, days, you're talking $10,000 for a family of four. They'll have coupons. Yeah, they'll have coupons. Like coupon coupon yeah. Um, <laughs> if we go and watch a man talk about pots and pans for an hour, can we get a free vacation <laughs> to Jurassic Park? Probably. <laughs> so, there you have it. Damn. That's, you know, I would have thought it would have been a lot more expensive. Yeah, I'm surprisingly impressed with the screenwriters on this one. That, yeah. That, like... If there's a thing that Michael Crichton is decent at, it is numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, it's a premium vacation for the very wealthy. Yes. Many people will never be able to afford a once-in-a-lifetime once opportunity. Yeah. And for many people, it will be a once-in-a-lifetime. But, you know, it's not $8 million. True. So, what if this place doesn't operate at full capacity? Like, then they go under. Yeah. And they like, file bankruptcy. I mean, they're, then, they're, <laughs> then less of what they bring in is profit right because this is full capacity you make 19 percent profit but right. if you had let, let's say 10 percent less people you'd only make nine percent profit right yep. and you do that until eventually you're under 20 percent of people and then you start losing money and yeah. then you eventually go, go out of business or you start losing people because all the dinosaurs are eating them and then yeah they don't pay their fees the next the day the concept is flawed but you don't have to worry <laughs> too much about it because you also get eaten oh right right, right. so yeah. You get eaten or the island explodes with you on it, Jurassic World Part 2? I have no idea. I don't know. It seems like a big departure from everything they set up in the last one. Yeah, it seems like they're supposed to go... So this is from... This is not a spoiler because this is only what I know from the trailer. Yeah. It seems like they're conned into going to the island for environmental reasons. Like, the government's going to go there for environmental reasons. Chris Pratt gets talked into it because Because his dinosaur friend is there. (laughs) You and then it turns out they've been betrayed and they really are going there to like to die. save to get dinosaurs. Weapon dinosaur. Yeah, to get a weapon dinosaur oh. that I which think actually like, makes it to the mainland in this one. Oh. Maybe. And it's like a, yeah, I think it seems like it's a velociraptor based maybe. Yeah. Evil, I don't know. Does this turn into like a 
Armageddon the monster hits this is not how Armageddon goes but like the monster the monster makes mainland and like something explodes or blows up and and people the island blows up well sure sure (laughs) the island blows up but like does the 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 dinosaur get to New York you you know what I mean oh no this is this is not uh, Friday the 13th uh, part eight, Jason in New York or whatever. I mean, they've jumped a shark before. I feel like which that movie mostly takes place on a boat. Um, but like the idea of Jason just like in Times Square, like oh, yeah. it's pretty. This is nice. No, that's the ending of the movie. Is he walks to Times Square and he kills two like homeless people, Aww. and then they have like the final climactic like show off. I don't even know how he dies in that one. Dies a hot dog I and he eats one. it. Um, <laughs> and it's it's a very be- it's been on that one of those rotating things for a long time it's and it a gives super dirty it gi- water hot dog kills him it gives him gastro gastrointestinal distress Michael don't eat that hot dog <laughs> um yeah which is a little upsetting because I I liked the like the governmental bad guy that they were setting up in the the last one um spoiler again sorry whatever um but if you've gotten this eh. far <laughs> um, yeah. yeah but uh. It just seems like such a departure and like letting all that go. I just don't, I have no idea. I have no idea who's driving this bus. He left us. He left us. Okay. There it is. Last thing. Oh, you have more? Uh, Just, well, the last thing is, do you want to change how many acres this zoo is? Or do you, are you convinced? Or do you want to see what it looks like in other scenarios? It seems like that's the most quote unquote realistic scenario. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I mean, but for shits and giggles, the whole island? Oh, the whole island. Yeah. You're a hero. Because I want to know. I'm not going to leave this episode without knowing the biggest number. Cells. Dang. Uh, okay. So it if you make it 19,200 acres, which was the whole island, it becomes... So it jumps up the costs in two ways. The, de- the cost to develop the zoo goes up to $9 billion. Uh, okay. Which is nine and a half billion. The cost to run the zoo goes up to thirty one billion. Annually. Oh. Annually. God. Oh. <laughs> okay. Which makes your tickets and we'll just do with startup costs. Yeah. Because at this point sure. the difference is actually very minimal because <laughs> the startup costs are not as not much of a nearly. thing as the day to day running it. Becomes five thousand six or uh, five thousand $646 per day per person. You're really going to need a Groupon. <laughs> or $33,880 per person for a six-day trip. Well, honey, so we could... $120,000 We could buy a, a house. We could buy a house, or we could go see dinosaurs. What would you pick? Now, oh. it makes a lot more sense why he wants to bring them to San Diego in the second one. uh Megan would be mad at me, but I might you go. Pick I might go see a dinosaur over buying a house. If you didn't uh, know that the in things that happened in the movie, I, let's be clear. I would go see a dinosaur in the first movie. Yeah. In movie three, I'd be like, "What you guys doing?" I, at that point, is it just insurance fraud? Like yeah. you just take out a bunch of insurance and then you go visit the island and like yeah. in it's court later they're like, island. they knew they were going to die. This is clearly insurance fraud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Ugh. Um cool. 
I sit, I stand by our original estimation. Also because like there's tracks that those cars run on and there's enclosures for the dinosaurs. So not all of it is like active zoo. But again, that probably falls in cost of development and running it. Sure, right. Sure. Like the, the cost to pave the ground, the sidewalk between enclosures was still part of building that zoo. Oh yeah. But that's what I mean. It's not, not the whole Island because there's enclosures. Oh, no, but certainly. I'm saying like this yeah. is development. So if you did develop the whole Island, like those like railways every, in between would still count because oh. they would have to build them. You know what I mean? Gotcha. And maintain well, the track and do all that sort of stuff. I mean, it is feasible that they maybe would like develop. No, you're, I think you're right that they would have like space to expand the zoo. And you're probably Almost right certainly. also in that some amount of the island is just not going to be developed. It's just mountains. It's just too close. Even not the mountains, but to your point, it's too close to the beach. Right. And like the, it's sandy and it's not, you can't build upon it or something, you know, it's something. Yeah. Um, so it's somewhere between those $850 a, a day and $5,600 a day. <laughs> Super so reasonable. So we've narrowed it down for you, folks. We've got <laughs> tiers of membership. Uh, yeah. <laughs> a simple $800-something a day. You could support one dinosaur. And realistically, that is probably how it's priced, though. Yeah, oh, It's I probably bet. like minimum is probably even under that. They probably lose money for like 700 and then they have high rollers in like the suites that have a great view over the whole island as part of the hotel that pay like five grand a night or something. International waters, they have a casino. Like, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're making money off of that too. I'm just saying like, there's, there's a lot of ways. There's a lot of, there's, there's too many pieces here to ever concretely tell you, but like, this is the best estimate with what we have available. And let's say casino maybe cancels out genetic testing costs and we come to about the same, 850. I'm just saying it wouldn't be 850 for everyone. You're totally right. It would be there'd be like there'd be membership cheap tickets, tiers. and there would be like student discounts, rock star rush tickets. You know, have a suite on the top level. Yeah, yeah. It's as like, long yeah, as you're can... willing to get to the island 30 miles off of Costa Rica and wait in line, you have a chance at a cheaper ticket. <laughs> yeah, but only if they've got seats available. Right. Otherwise, you got to go back home. Yeah, <laughs> it's like how you can pay five thousand dollars at a real zoo to hold a panda. Like, yeah, like, you can do that. I imagine. You really. Can. Oh yeah, I bet you, you walk up to a zoo and give say, "Here's five thousand dollars. Let me touch any of Let these animals. animals." The guy would be like, "Whoa, whoa!" That person brought a dog. <laughs> you know how nonprofits work. <laughs> you mean, like you give one guy five thousand dollars, you'd be like, "I'll be right back with that panda," and you never see him again. <laughs> hey, um, I never. I was looking for your employee, Carl. There's no Carl here. You're not Damn Carl. it. <laughs> Carl quit today. <laughs> he said he got an unexpected windfall and he had to leave. <laughs> Carl? It's <laughs> a good plan, Carl. Hold out for that money. Man, uh, so none of us are going to go there in our lifetime. One, because we shouldn't. It's murder town. Also, Dan just bought a house. And Dan just bought a house. We intend to buy a house. Also, a lion weighs 400 pounds <laughs> and has a territory that can be up to 100 square miles. This whole island is 30 square miles. Zoos are mean to animals. Like, I like them, yeah. but they're mean to animals. And this is really mean. If you think about a 400-pound lion can have a 100-square-mile, what is, like, a three-ton T-Rex's hunting range supposed to be? Well, they overlap, right? Like, they have all these animals in enclosures together. The ones that don't eat each other. I guess. Yeah. But not in the most recent movie, because that one big dinosaur comes out of nowhere and eats the other big dinosaur in the preview. That's, we are now in the Lost World 
version of this where they're just running around. Yeah, they've oh, okay. escaped yeah. and they're just like There is no out. returning that island to order at the end of the last in movie. In Jurassic they World, fall. do they have them in separate enclosures? It looks like SeaWorld from the... Originally, they do... It's kind of like an aquarium where they like have a bunch of herbivores in one tank that all get along fine. And they mostly keep the carnivores in their own in their separate, own separate enclosures. Yeah. That makes the most sense. And like feed them. And that's actually what they do in Jurassic Park too. Yeah. yeah. There's a stampede. And Jurassic Park 1. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, there's a stampede. Of, <laughs> there's a stampede of herbivores and then they have like a velociraptor enclosure and a like T-Rex habitat and different things. Yeah. Right. Um, I mean, going back, like it's very clear that there was like some weird government money in this from the beginning because like, uh, they make like sub twenty species for the first book, and they like list them all, and like half of them are carnivores. Yeah, and like yeah, that's a poor that's choice a, if you're trying to. Yeah, super if not you're not cost trying efficient. to. Yeah, because no. you got to bring in other animals to eat. Yeah, them. they bring in live animals for and them I, to eat. I imagine you're like that's a very expensive investment. You're not gonna want to let them eat each other. So you have to imagine some of this island that's un zoo developed. Just I bet has, you it's just a farm. Yeah. And like oh. a zoo, not a zoo, but like... Like a cow farm. Like yeah, a cattle. Like, like yeah, a cattle yeah. ranch. Yeah. Um, or whatever they need to feed these animals. to. Because even if you don't, you can't get enough, super reduces your cost. Anything you don't have to bring in. Ship in, yeah. Yeah. This is a poor choice of time used. You know, you should try and do something else. Maybe one woolly mammoth. Start there. Also, as much as it sucks, knowing us as creatures, I get why they did mostly carnivores. People, it's it's sexier. People want to see like people, people like the t- people teeth. want to see sharks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people want to see lions and tigers. Bitey danger. Like oh, cool, an armadillo. Like yeah, you know. I gotta say, my favorite thing in the zoo is always a red panda, though. I like the little ice cream. It's not vendors. really a red panda. <laughs> you like to go see the little ice cream vendors. You get the, <laughs> the like, like SpongeBob feed. pop. <laughs> you get feed out of those little bungalow <laughs> machines. Just throw it at them. Why aren't they eating Sir, it? Sir, please stop this. I don't think they're hungry. <laughs> hey, wake up and you like poke them. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, please don't touch the ice cream vendors. <laughs> they bite. Ah, <laughs> uh, I feel like that's good. I mean, you want to take it out? Take it, Bryce. Let's take it on out. Well, I'm not going to go. Thanks for listening to Make Believe Money. I've been Liz. I've been Damon. I've been Dan. Thanks, as always, to our composer, Charles E. Miller, for her music. Catch her at charlesemiller.com. Please rate us and review us on iTunes or your podcatcher of choice. Drop us a line at makebelievemoneypodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Do you have the money to go to Jurassic World? If would so, you, sponsor us. Would you sponsor us? Just drop us a couple of dinosaur monies. This is a deep one. So if I miss something, like let me know. Yeah. I'd happily like edit and 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 own up to that. There's a lot of moving pieces here. I've so. got some friends who I'm worked not in, infallible. in uh, Disney, and I would love to hear about like costs maybe that we didn't think about. Yeah, you know. Um, so drop us a line, uh, and otherwise we'll see you next time on Make Believe Money. Don't move.